This lesson is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge and have a faith that can move mountains but, not, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. It is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection, as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen. I'm now going to do a reading. And this reading is Luke chapter 10, for those of you that want to follow it. And it's the Good Samaritan, the parable of the Good Samaritan. As a teacher of the law came up and tried to trap Jesus, teacher, he asked, what must I do to receive eternal life? Jesus answered him, What do the scriptures say? How do you interpret them? The man answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You're right, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But the teacher of the law wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, Who is my neighbor? 
Jesus answered, There was once a man who was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when robbers attacked him, stripped him, and beat him up, leaving him half dead. It so happened that a priest was going down that road, but when he saw the man, he walked on by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite also came along, went over and looked at the man, and then walked on by on the other side. But a Samaritan who was traveling that way came upon the man, and when he saw him, his heart was filled with pity. He went over to him, poured oil and wine on his wounds, and bandaged them. And he put the man on his own animal and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Take care of him, he told the innkeeper, and when I come back this way, I will pay you whatever else you spend on him. And Jesus concluded, In your opinion, which of these three acted like a neighbour towards the man attacked by the robbers? The teacher of the law answered, The one who was kind to him. Jesus replied, You go then and do the same. Amen. Thank you, John. (laughs) Well, good morning, everyone. Um, Right. It is a party today. And as you know, we've been, Andrew's been telling us about pastoral care, caring for one another over the past three weeks. Am I echoing? (laughs) I feel as I am. Anyway, that's the reason that we had the reading of the Good Samaritan today. Because Andrew said it was our blueprint for our pastoral care system. And I agree with him. Um... And also we've heard about love from the Corinthians reading from Steph. And we're looking at love your neighbour. Excuse me. (coughs) We're looking at love... (laughs) We're looking at love your neighbour. Starting here. Starting in our, our church family. And... When we look at um, how I can't cope with glasses and looking, but excuse me a minute. So it's be there. It's the launch of be there today, and we've got a a new logo for it, and it's it's come about from the development of the existing pastoral care system that we had. Can we have the first? Oh, Andy. Right. So be there, our new pastoral care system is based on these verses. And we've been through them over the past couple of weeks. And I can remember, I think the first one, Andrew said, I might as well sit down because it's all there in the new commandment. And um, it's, it's really important that we love one another so that others can see Jesus' love within us. 
go. The new pastoral care system isn't because we weren't caring for others before. We were caring for each other. But we want to make sure that nobody's going to slip through the net now. We want to make sure that everybody is included in one way or another. I mean, there are several support groups and every group within the church is now going to be included in the pastoral care system. Junior church, they've got their leaders and they'll be looking after them. We've got the youth and Rachel's looking after them. <laughs> she says. Um, who have I left out? Oh, the rest of the church. <laughs> and we'll be looking after one another. So that's the difference. And I just want to demonstrate something about how love spreads. So I'd like a couple of volunteers, please. And in fact, I'd like four. Great, thanks, John. Thanks, Kay. Two more. Two more, come on. <laughs> All right. What I want you to do, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to give you, and I want you to shake as many people's hands as possible. Got enough. Go and okay. shake. A bit more. Let's go and shake hands. <laughs> Can you still breathe? Is it a bit overpowering? <laughs> Has everybody had their hands shaken? You might all want to go and wash afterwards. <laughs> Still going. You can't sing. Right. Can you all smell your hands now? Can you just put your hands up if you can smell anything on your hands, any perfume now? Oh, we. Right. That's just to demonstrate how we can spread love. You don't know, you don't know when you start to spread it, who it's actually going to touch. Because we've managed to touch everybody in the church, which is fantastic. Oh, now I've managed to lose all my bits of paper. thing about, about that smell, you might all go and rush and wash your hands, but it lingers. 
The touch of love lingers. And it isn't forgotten. It's like um, all the things we've been doing for Agape. How many people are going to be touched? We don't know by that love from everybody giving and giving at the children's auction. So we're commanded to love one another as Jesus loves us. He's our role model. And when we show our love to each other, it's reflected in the wider community. So if we can get our pastoral care system going right, then we don't know who's going to be touched by it. We don't know who's going to see Jesus in us, in the love that we're showing one another. A def- dictionary definition of a neighbour, like from the reading from the Good Samaritan, is a person who shows kindness or helpfulness toward his or her fellow humans to be a neighbour to someone in distress. So when Jesus tells his disciples the second most important commandment is to love your neighbour as you would love yourself, he didn't mean just the people who live geographically next to you. He meant this definition, our fellow humans. So love each other. Look around the room today. Let's look around the room. We're all neighbours. And when we leave church today, people we meet on the street, they're our neighbours. When we go to Asda, the people that we meet shopping, they're all our neighbours. And the Be There is a programme that's been put in place to promote the feeling of togetherness. To know that we're a family and that we're there to support each other with no one slipping through the net. And we we want to gain a deeper understanding of what it really means to love our neighbours. And then following on from that, how we can take it into the community. So, I would want some more volunteers, please. (laughs) How many people know how many sides there are in a hexagon? Okay, all those people that know can come out. <laughs> Six of you <laughs> that know can come out. All right, I'll go down here. Right, is this enough, people? One, two, three, four. Four. How many more do we need? Two. Right. Now, this is going to be a practical demonstration, then, of how the pastoral care system is going to work. And what I'd like you to do is to get into a hexagon shape, if you can, if you can find space. You can hold hands if you want to, that's all part of it. Hold hands and say hello, get to know each other. All right. Now, everybody who's um, part of the church, is have the opportunity to be part of this system. And everyone will be in a hexagon. Um, now, how's it going to work, you might be asking. As I'm asking myself, how am I going to tell you it's going to work? Okay. Right, first of all, within this new system, 
there will never be more than six in a group because they're all hexagons and they all build on top of each other. They'll stand together firm. But within these hexagons, we're going to have somebody who's caring for the group, <laughs> someone who's receiving care from their group, someone who's giving to that group, someone who's receiving, someone who's giving, someone who's receiving. Now, first of all then, all those that are giving care, can you just raise your card? Just raise your card. The red ones are giving care. So in each group, there'll be three people that are caring for that six, within that six, those three other people. So there's never going to be more than three people that we're asking you to look out for. So if you just put carers down. Those that are receiving care, can you just raise your card? Now, in the same way, you three are really lucky because you're going to be receiving care from three other people in your group. So, have you got it so far? <laughs> right, great. Um, now, those of you that have got the, um, the givers, you might be thinking, am I going to be left out? Well, no, you're not. Because you're going to have another hexagon be in another group where you're going to be the receivers. So, there you are. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm colourblind now as well. No, it's just the red ones. All right. So those of you that are givers in this hexagon will have another hexagon that you'll be part of and you'll be the receivers. So if you could just hold up both of yours, the three, so that everybody is going to be a giver and a receiver. Now, the receivers, you've also got to give in the other group. So... So if you now all hold them up, and this is as clear as mud, I'm sure, but <laughs> all questions later, you, you're all going to get a hexagon with a list. So you're all going to be caring for some people, and you're all going to be giving to people. I'm not going to ask if there's any questions now, because we won't get home for dinner. So <laughs> come and ask us later, that's Kay, Steph or I if um, you've got any quest further questions about how the hexagon is going to work. But basically, everybody is going to have somebody to care for, and everybody is going to have somebody caring for them. And we'll make it a bit clearer later. So do you want to give me back the cards? Yeah. <coughs> now, you might be thinking, well... I already had people caring for me, and I was already, I'm already caring for people. Well, that doesn't stop. If you're going to carry on doing that, 
You're going to carry on with the friendships that you've already formed and carry on helping those people that you know. This, is, this might mean that you're actually going to get to know some more people in the church. There might be people that sit over there. They never talk to the people over here. It's going to give you the opportunity to get to know more people, build up relationships, and get to know one another so that you can care for one another. Now, you might also be worried that, oh no, I've been asked to care for people. What do I do? What do I do? I'm not going to be any good at caring. Everybody can care. Everybody can just notice if somebody's not here today. There's lots of people not here today because it's half term. So we've got a lot of people missing. So in the first instance, you might just want to make a phone call. Just check, are you okay? I noticed you weren't there on Sunday. Not checking up on people, just making sure that they're okay. They haven't got any problems. I think most of us can do that. And the other thing we could do is pray for one another. Even if we can't get out, we can sit at home. And pray for those people that are in our group. Now, there might be times when you think, oh, I can't think of a name. Think of a name that nobody's got. <laughs> I can't think of a name. Pardon? Bob. Okay, Bob. Right. Bob might be having a problem, and he might be in your group, and you might think, well, this is beyond me. I don't know what to do. I prayed for Bob and he's got problems that I can't cope with. Well, each hexagon is going to have a number and the elders are going to be responsible for those hex certain hexagons. So your first point of call would either be to go to the elder that's overseeing your group or to come and see Steph KRI. So don't worry. We don't want anybody to be burdened. It's not a place to be burdened. It's a place of love. So I don't want you to worry about that at all. If you have got any concerns, then please do tell us. Now, the other thing is it's not set in stone. This is something that's dynamic that we've met together over quite a long time now. And we feel that God wants us to develop these relationships that we have with one another to show his love. And it's not set in stone. If, the, if things aren't working, we can review it. If there's any problem, just let us know. But we would like it, obviously, if as many people as possible would accept that it is our responsibility, as it is in this commandment, to love one another as Jesus loves us. And, and that's, that is our criteria for the new system. We're going to love one another. Right. Just check, Kay, do you think there's anything important I've left out? Phone numbers. Yes. <laughs> when you get your hexagons, because what's going to happen... At the end of the service, you're going to get an envelope. 
like this. So you're all going to find out which groups you're in. And the first thing you might want to do, after you've said hello, (laughs) this is me, you might not know who the person is, is to maybe exchange phone numbers as a first step. Um, the, the, The hexagons are inside. Secret. Nobody knows what group they're in. Now, we don't want to leave out those of you who might not be part of it, or those visitors, because we also want to show love to all our visitors. So you'll be getting some love in the form of love hearts. Just to demonstrate the love that we want to show everybody and the welcome that we want to give everybody. So if you are a visitor, if you're new, or if you've not been coming very long, then you're going to be getting the love hearts. Now, what I'd like to do now is for us to just make a promise to take part in the new system. Because unless we all take part in it, it's not going to work as a family. So just to really show that we will care for one another, that we will be there for one another, the best we can. And if you're happy to make that promise, I would like you all to stand, or like those people that are happy to make the promise, to be there for one another, the best they can. Could you please stand? 